Hello, this is Suzanne with another episode of King's Committee. Last week, I focused on the No Lonely Challenge. And my hope was that maybe the ladies out there would take it upon themselves to be a little bit more kind to one another, to each other, and to others. And that would spread across the United States and elsewhere and help people be less lonely. This week, I wanted to focus on the guys. I wanted to encourage the men, the boys, the teens, the guys, the dudes out there to be kind. And what I mean by that is I first want you to be kind to yourself. There are a lot of pressures that are put on men and boys guys, to be a certain way, to be sometimes to represent themselves in ways that seem impossible and don't seem realistic given what you might be dealing with at the time. And so I wanted you to know that I get it and I understand the different things that you're trying to balance all at once while you figure out what manhood means to you. And I say this as a mother of a young man who I have witnessed and raised and been, you know, side by side and alongside him when he experienced a lot of things that were unpleasant, unfair, unreasonable, etc. And so I can appreciate the things that you may be confronting. And I I wanted to express that life is definitely not fair. It is what you choose to make of it. And you can choose to be positive and happy and as healthy as you can be. And you can choose to surround yourself with people that are good to you and good for you. So you have choices. Now, your choices may not come all at once or right away or right the second, the way you want them to be. But you can work over a period of time to assemble those choices so that you have them. And I know that it's hard to wait because, you know, when you have testosterone flowing through you, you certainly want to have things right away in a certain way. And I get it. I, I've watched a young man grow up through experiencing all of that and, and I've seen it. So it's not that you can't have what you want. It's just that sometimes it takes a heck of a lot longer to get there. And so that's why I'm suggesting that you start not only being a little bit more kind to yourself in maybe changing your expectations of yourself to be more realistic and more achievable. Because when your expectations of yourself 
are more achievable, you will feel more motivated to overcome whatever obstacles come your way. When you set really lofty, unobtainable goals for yourself, if you don't meet your goal, you're going to feel badly about it. So instead, I'm suggesting that you start a little bit smaller. Start with a tiny thing that you can put in your win column. One baby step after another. So that slowly, slowly, you build your win list to where you have a win pile. And you amass this whole treasure trove of little things that you've accomplished, that you've won, that you've achieved. And if that is just walking to the mailbox and back, or doing five push-ups, or eventually running a mile, or if it's finishing night school, whatever that is, learning how to fix your car, learning a new skill at work, trying out for a club or a team that you thought might not be achievable, or you know, lifting 100 pounds, whatever it is, start out small. But promise yourself that you're going to be consistent. And what I mean by consistent is you don't have to do something every single day. But maybe it's three times a week. Maybe it's every other day. And then you just tell yourself you're just trying to put things in your win column. And maybe one day you don't achieve it, but the next one you will. And the more that you put in your win column by consistently trying to achieve your goals, small step by baby step, every day, every other day, every third day, whatever that sequence or consistency schedule that you create for yourself, the more you stick to it over time, you'll start seeing changes. You'll start seeing things that you accomplish that you set out for yourself. You chose to do it and you accomplished it and you'll feel good about that. The more and more you do that, you will start taking more responsibility, management and control over your life. And when you feel empowered over your life choices, your outlook will shift. And so what I want for you, as you be kind to yourself, and you set really small goals for yourself at first, because the idea is like, when you were learning to swing a bat when you're a little kid, you didn't always connect and hit the ball. You had to swing a lot at times, but every time you did connect and hit the ball, it felt great. And then you did it again because it felt great and you knew you could do it. And so start small and put some wins up. And then from there, check out your view. How are you doing? Okay. Is there another place where you can start small and put some wins up? Because maybe at first you're just taking care of how you're eating or how you're sleeping 
or if you're exercising. Or maybe you're telling yourself you just want to practice some reading and read five minutes a day or 10 minutes a day. Or maybe that, you know, you forgot some of the math or some of the stuff you learned when you're in a lower grade in school and you want to refresh that because you don't like feeling like you don't know it. So you go back and look at it and just test yourself. All of that is something you can do by yourself. And nobody else has to be involved in it. But that's being kind to yourself. And the more that you exercise and you strengthen your body, the more you'll strengthen your mind. The beautiful thing about that is when you strengthen your body and you strengthen your mind, your outlook will change. And when you are kind to yourself, it'll be easier to be kind to other people. And this is where I want to focus next. I want you guys to try to be a little bit more kind to each other. I know it's fun to joke around. I love hanging out with guys when they're joking around. It's hilarious. I love it. You guys are so creative and it's fun. But make sure when you're joking around, they're not the kind of jokes that tear each other down and make each other feel badly about themselves. And I'll give you some areas that I'd like you to try to stay away from. Nobody can control how tall, how tall they are. It's not something they had a hand in, has nothing to do with the rest of their life, and that should be something that you guys just don't mess with each other about. You really should not make fun of your friends because they're taller or shorter than you or each other because it's nothing they can control. The other thing is, And this one for me is a little bit of a pet peeve. The men I love are bald. My dad is bald. My significant other is bald. And my son is now bald. Hair is nothing that you guys can control in terms of whether it's going to sprout out or not. Now, if you've got a lot of hair and you cut it in a weird way and your friends want to make fun of that, okay, that's something you can change. But when you were born, you were dealt then, you were dealt with where it comes, you know, in terms of hair. So you guys really need to go easy on each other about that. That's a sensitive area. And other people put enough pressure on you. You guys don't need to put pressure on each other about stuff like that. So try to stay away from how tall you guys are and your hair. Just, say, just take those two areas And consider them off limits. Try instead self-deprecating humor. And what that means is make fun of yourself. Instead of making fun of your buddy, your friend, the person whose back you're supposed to have, make fun of yourself. Fart jokes are always funny. I don't care how old you are, they're always funny. All sorts of body humor is funny. And you guys don't need to pull each other apart. So have fun and have each other's backs. Life is hard enough. You don't have to be more difficult on each other. Encourage each other 
to be kind and good to themselves. If you've got a buddy who's trying to start a workout program or start a, starting to get a little bit healthy or maybe turning away from some things that are not as healthy in terms of addictions or bad habits or bad practices, support your buddy. Encourage the good behavior because it makes your whole squad, your whole team, your whole group that much better when all of the participants and all of the folks that are in your circle are stronger, healthier, smarter, and better to one another. You're a little team. Maybe you're a big team. But the more you help each other be better versions of yourselves, your entire group gets lifted up. So instead of attacking each other, making each other feel bad, there are other ways to test your self or your mettle against your friends. If you're competitive, there are other things to be competitive about. Tons and tons of things to be competitive. Doesn't have to be how tall you are. Doesn't have to be about your hair. There are so many other things you can do with your time. If you guys want to see how strong you are, how many sit-ups you can do, how long you can hold your breath underwater, whatever it is, I'm sure there are other ways that you can come up with to test yourself and to come up with games and play with each other that, that doesn't have to make each other feel badly. So I would very much like for you to be kind to yourself and to be kind to one another's. Now, the next thing I'm going to talk about is jobs and money. Oftentimes, it's hard to get your foot in the door. And maybe someone else got their foot in the door before you did, or maybe they knew someone, or they had help, or maybe they have more qualifications that you do, and it doesn't seem fair. Well, life is not fair. It's not. Some people flat out are more capable than others. And if someone's going to be very capable and motivated, it's going to be tough to compete with that person. Here's what you can do. You can focus on building your strength and you can help the elderly. And the reason why I pick those two things It's because they make you feel good when you do both. When you feel strong and when you help others, you will feel good about yourself. Because let's face it, you know, you don't need that much money to have a good life and to feel good about yourself. You need some basic things and you're comfortable with that. But when you feel strong, and you help the elderly, the elderly will appreciate the things that you do for them. They really do. And they need help. And it's good to feel wanted. And it's good to feel needed. It's good to feel able. So those are things that you can do to help yourself. To be kind to yourself be kind to others, have fun with your buddies 
but not in a way that hurts your buddies. Focus on building your strength and help the elderly. None of this has anything to do with the ladies. This all has to do about the guys and their self-esteem. So guys, I want you to get in physical shape. You don't need money to do it. You can do push-ups. You can do sit-ups. You can do lunges. You can plank. You can do jumping jacks. You can do burpees. I hate burpees, but you can do burpees. There are all sorts of things that you can do to get in better physical shape that does not have to cost you a dime. And when you get in better physical shape, you'll step away from things like things that you breathe that might not be very good for your lungs, things that you ingest that might not be very good for your liver. You might pay attention a little bit more to sleeping because your body, when it feels rested, is stronger and more capable, more agile, quicker reflexes. And that's what I want for you. I want you to be healthy and I want you to have good self-esteem because when you feel strong and you're helping a generation that experienced all sorts of things before you were even born and they appreciate what you're able to do to help them, whether it's carry groceries or help them with their trash or help fix something that's broken in their house or my parents aren't very tall, so they think anybody over five foot four is a tall person. So if you can get something down from a high shelf from them, for them, they're elated. Anything to help the elderly. My parents told me there's, there's one lady in their complex and she just wants to go to Walmart. Wouldn't it be wonderful if one of her neighbors would just drive her to Walmart so she can walk around and check out what they've got? probably make her whole year. Think how happy and how grateful she would be because she's wanted to go to Walmart all year long. And isn't that easy for someone else to do? It just takes a little bit of time. So my hope is that the guys out there start focusing on themselves, being kind, to themselves, being kind to each other. You know, the notion of a brotherhood doesn't have anything to do, really, with anything other than loving yourselves and loving each other and trying to be good neighbors and good people. It doesn't have to be exclusionary in any way. It's simply helping each other. And when you do that, you all will be stronger. And your self-esteem will improve. Your networks will improve. And all of a sudden, opportunities that you never thought were possible will start to appear. A lot of it has to do with your mindset and how you're feeling. And so that's why I really want you to focus on those, those baby steps and putting up those little wins. Now, it's going to take a while, but you keep doing that. Those baby steps, putting up the little wins. And when you have those little wins, feel it. Feel what that feels like. Because you did it and you can do it again.
This is Suzanne King, and I made this message all by myself. Take care.